But hello, the gang is all here. Hey, y'all. Hey, the gang is here um, tonight. So they have to thank y'all for PayPal. What do they want to do? Oh, that's you got a conversation I'm, going on. I'm sorry, y'all, but hey. Yeah. I'm hey. <laughs> My yard man outside talking about some I didn't pay the yard man. Girl, these people, you know, these the Hispanics be on some shit, huh? Hey, hey, we, we, we live. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> we're live, sweetheart. Where you been? I I was Prince had practice. Yeah. And you know, basically today's my baseball day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, y'all, y'all leave me alone. Y'all should have told me. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Hey, listen, our guest tonight is going to be um our good friend. Uh let's see here. Uh let me move here and go to this screen. Okay. Our guest tonight is going to be Miles Haynes, who's running for uh, city councilman for Ward 2 here in Beaumont. And he's got a race on his hand, and we've got to get him in. we got to get him in. I heard that. Got a race on his hand. we got to get him in. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Lord, I'll tell you what. Guys, we'd like to hear your comments. Just give me a shout-out. We want to get a shout-out to all our listeners and our friends and those who listen and watch us every week. We'd like to get a shout out to you right now if we can. And uh, if you're watching with us, so we're just kind of clicking a little bit, going a little bit. But Miles Haynes is going to be our guest tonight. Um, we'd like to we post that up right there. There we go. All right. Good, good. We're going to have Miles in a few minutes here. So uh, I was telling uh, LaDonna, not LaDonna, I was telling uh, Francis, I was telling Francis LaDonna that I, the day I, 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 I went and got my teeth whitened. Oh, she she had left the show now. She can probably hear us. Yeah, and um, and the young lady that uh, did my teeth was was amazing. We had a good time. Uh, her name was Sunny Menard. Uh, she just started out on, uh, I think, the name of the place. Uh, her shop is Hollywood uh, Smiles Four Hundred Nine. So now, where you, is that located? On feeling? Uh, no, it's off of. Uh, Delaware in major drive area there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she's a wonderful job. And uh, Miss Lee, did you see my teeth? Uh, oh, yeah. I need some shades. Yeah. I need yeah, some shades. shades they so bright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all call her. Y'all visit with her. I'm going to get her to come on too so she can join the show and tell us all about her new adventure. She's starting out. Uh, she's been in the business for 13 years working for Dennis. And kind of realized and found out that, hey, she can do this, what they're doing, you know. So she started it. And I, I really admired her for stepping out on faith and doing that. So we'll, we'll have her, we'll invite her on one day as well for a date. So let's get started on the show so we can bring our, our guests. Okay. Okay. Knowledge, Knowledge is Power Podcast Live is a platform to share important information by educating Southeast Texas African-American communities with valuable information on health, education, finances, politics, and business. All right. And also, uh, Knowledge is Power podcast uh, live is now available on not just Facebook, but Facebook. And also on our Facebook page is called Knowledge is Power live Facebook page. So you can go there also and watch us or listen to us. Uh, and we're on Spotify, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, Apple, iTunes, and Google Play, and much more. Uh, well, let's 
go on a little thing that we like to talk about. And that's the Texas Rent Relief Program that you want to uh, have your rent paid uh, and you're behind on your rent uh, and uh, you're about to be evicted or you need three months in advance payments on your rent. If you lost your job or short of your job, uh, you just they cut your hours back. You can get free rent paid for you by by applying at www.texasrentrelief.com or call 1-833-989-7368. And check out our new website also. That's called www.knowledgespowerpodcast.live. And we're on there all the time. Uh, And we're there. You miss a show, you can always go there and catch a show. You can YouTube it or you can just find us anywhere. And uh, let's see if I missed anything. Well, I think she can do this while she's back. I'm back. Yeah, I see that. Um, COVID-19 funeral assistance, you can go to FEMA.gov. And this is for people that have died from FEMA during 2020. And it's on the death certificate. There is funeral assistance. And we want to be sure that we are getting our piece of the pie. These are uh, free funds that we can use to assist with funeral and burial expenses and things of that nature. Go to FEMA.gov. If they died due to COVID uh, in 2020. Okay, so we'll be right back with our guest, Miles Haynes, candidate for War Two City Council of Baltimore. <laughs> Knowledge is Power Podcast Live with your host, Tony Redford, and my co-hosts, LaDonna Sherwood and Francis Lawkins. Knowledge is Power Podcast Live starts now. Take it away, LaDonna. Your mic is mute. <laughs> You're muted. You muted. <laughs> well, we have Miles Haynes. Miles Haynes, how are you, Miles? Doing good, doing good. Good. Miles is running for War Two. He's a candidate for War Two here in Beaumont, Texas. Oh, I was muted. Yeah, I know that. We knew that. You know, you never. <laughs> can't, she can't get right. <laughs> I'm getting better. Don't worry. I'm trying to get my 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 business in order, Tony. Don't start that. Let me introduce my friend. This is my guy. This is Miles Haynes. He is a candidate for War Two, and he is a breath of fresh air. And I am super excited about this election because this is the change election. I am working on get out the vote efforts and making sure that people come out and vote. This is our change election. Don't tell me that you're unhappy. Don't tell me that you're not pleased with the council and you're not pleased that the city's go the direction the city's going in and you don't exercise your right to vote. This is your opportunity to issue in change. And if you don't like what's happening, then you need to get out and vote. And we are happy that Miles is here to talk to us about everything that he's uh, wanting to implement and uh, the strategies, the ideas, his platform, 
um, you know, just a just a breath of fresh air that we need to uh, kind of uh, issue in some improvements. And we're super excited about Miles tonight. Come on, Miles, tell us what's going on. Give us some higher energy. We need it. Did you drink your Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have a Red Bull. It was sugar free, by the way. Good job. <laughs> Sugar-free Red Bull. I'm not advertising for them because they they're not gonna give me wings. I don't want to <laughs> fly away. You know that's why I'm not advertising for them because I don't want to fly away. I want to stay here, boots on the ground, and uh, win this race for uh, City Council Ward Two. So you know I'm excited. Obviously, um, early voting started on Monday, uh, April the 19th, and it's gonna go through April the 27th. Uh, for a lot of people um, that are showing up, what I'm doing creatively is I'm. Um, you know, I'm asking them questions like when they finish voting uh, respectfully, like what uh, made you make your decision about the candidates? Was it a sign, a billboard, commercial? Did you see a podcast? Like what made you support this candidate? And uh, are you open to voting a different way? And so, you know, some people came to the polls knowing who they would vote for, but not every candidate. So they were able to be influenced in that area. But a lot of people already knew who they were going to vote for. Um, you know, Monday and Tuesday typically is that, <clears throat> but we were able to see a lot of people open um, to vote in different ways. And so that was exciting. Obviously the voter turnout on Monday, I think was a little bit less than last year. Uh, don't quote me on that. Uh, but we, you know, we, we just encourage people to, if you're watching this show, uh, to share it because you never know who you're reaching. And I think we need to reach more people because we need the voter turnout to be high. I think that's the most important thing. I had a guy ask me a question today. He said, you know, isn't it hard going against, uh, you know, an incumbent? I say, you know what? It's not hard at all. The hardest thing is getting the people to the poll. Everything else was easy for me. You know, everything else I was confident about. Um, I think I studied up. So if you had seen me in different forms and stuff, you know, I feel like I did a great job. I feel like I gave myself a shot. I got endorsed by... Uh, Beaumont Police and, uh, you know, the Enterprise wrote a great... Uh, I was very about. impressed. You know, it just, you know, it, it's been... Great endorsement. Yeah, thank you so much. So it, it's not hard to run that race. I just, I was myself, you know. Uh, I was that individual that people had questions about and I answered those questions. I was that, those narratives were out there floating about me and I answered them, I smashed them. Um, there was speculation on, you know, what kind of person I would be. Could I hang in a forum with my opponents? And I think I've, I performed up to par and I've exceeded that expectation. So all of those mm -hmm. things were barriers and we removed those barriers. Those I want I want to jump right into something that somebody posed to me. And I mean, it's going to be a little bit off color and maybe a little bit on color, but somebody asked me this question, okay, recently. Um, LaDonna, you're the president of the Southeast Texas Young Democrats, and we know that Miles is more a Republican candidate. And so I said, well, the city elections are nonpartisan. So we're wanting the best candidate for the job. Or uh, the, who we, you know, we want the most thoughtful and the brightest candidates to represent the city of Beaumont. And our political uh, perspectives really don't have any bearings on that. Well, these are people that uh, come next year, we're going to be staunchly opposed to. I said, but we can agree to disagree and have friends. Maybe we don't share the same ideology on policy or economics or on certain things federally, but, yeah. but, but I'm not going to stop being friends or not make a new friend 
because politically we don't see eye to eye. Let's address some of that because somebody asked me why why did I like you? Why 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 was I uh, supporting you? Because we next year we gonna be next next year we gonna be uh uh. Staunchly opposed to each other. Yeah. You know, I had a lady tell me, she said, listen, I'm not putting your sign in my yard, but I'm voting for you because I got to vote in a Democratic primary. I say that works for me. As long as you support and vote for me this upcoming uh, local election, which is nonpartisan, I truly appreciate that. Uh, mm -hmm. I had a conversation with a lady. She said, I heard you were some kind of Republican or whatever. She was like, but I wasn't going to vote for you or against. And I say, um, let's have a conversation. Like, what can I answer for you? And we dialogued for about a good 15 minutes. After that conversation, she said she felt it was liberating. She felt like that I saw politics the correct way, that I saw it as a vehicle for change. I'm the only one addressing the elephant in the room. I'm the only individual that has the guts and demeanor to step into the middle of the fire when we know partisan politics is trying to make its way into local politics. I'm I am addressing that. That why? How is it that I'm able to get Democrat and Republican support? Like, we're, those are the bigger questions people need to be asking. So, look at my platform. Look at the ward-specific data that we don't have. Uh, look at the transportation that my opponent has um, advocated for uh, eliminating when he doesn't have data for it, and he doesn't. He would never get the support in the city council for it. So, that's not a matter that's actually even worth discussing because it hadn't even brought on the agenda. Uh, you know, what about the parks? What about the infrastructure? What about the important things that affect the everyday citizens? I'm addressing those things. I'm not hiding from the issues. Uh, and so I think that's what people want. They they're, they don't have a problem with the party. They have a problem with the lack of coming together and the compassion and addressing the issues that have plague our city. And so I understand that those issues plague our city. I'm speaking to them. I am actually being the change that I want to see. And so I think that's why people can buy in from both sides. They see that, yes, I'm competent. I got my master's in public administration. I'm committed. I'm open. I'm humble enough to understand that I don't know everything. So I'm learning and I'm appreciative of people even giving me an opportunity who may have different philosophy views than me. Uh, they're giving me an opportunity and that's humbling because it sometimes it never happens. But and in the end, I think if we focus more on what we have in common yeah. than what we have that's different. If we focus on the commonality, then we can come to the humanity in everybody, whether I'm a yes. Democrat or a Republican. A Republican. You got Absolutely. Across the aisle, and that's in any election yeah. to Amen. get things done. I'm 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 Amen. excited to be addressing it because somebody asked me, why are you doing that? And you you the president of the Southeast Texas Young Democrats pool. That has nothing to do with what we need right now in the city of Beaumont. Right. Yeah. What we need in the city of Bowman is we need to put aside the partisan politics. Absolutely. Maybe, I'm, maybe I'm the perfect candidate to go cross over and get both support because I'm trying to bring us together. I'm trying to bring us forward. Like we have been through enough drama and division and divisiveness and lack of growth and lack of innovation. Like this literally is my life story. This is not a, a fake. This is not a downside hood. I pump fake you and I go a different direction. This is my life. The people that have talked to me, LaDonna has sat down and, and people can read and discern if you are a real individual, if this is an agenda, if you are bought out, if you are sent to as a decoy and nobody has gotten that vibe. You know, nobody has gotten that understanding. I'm an individual who loves 
everybody. Like I love the citizens of Beaumont. I'm pro Beaumont. Uh, obviously, I'm trying to represent War Two because I feel like that's where we need a leadership shift. We don't have the leadership that I want to see at that current position right now. And I'm willing to take on this plague, this this idea that most citizens solidly are frustrated about. They're frustrated about the drama and the division that comes from that war two sit seat. That that's a huge frustration for the city. I'm the one taking on that challenge. So support me. Hold me accountable, but support me. I need the voter turnout. I need you, if you're watching this, if this message is compelling to you, there's somebody else that can be watching this message. There was a lady told me, she said, I was going to go vote tomorrow and I wasn't going to vote for you or your opponent or anybody else. I wasn't just going to vote in that area. But since I had a conversation with you, I feel liberated about my choice for you. And so I think these are important. We're here to break the barriers. We're here. That's what the vehicle of politics is supposed to be. It's supposed to be this vehicle for change. And in our community, we need it more than ever. And so I'm putting myself out there and I'm, I'm amazed and I'm blessed from the support from my family, uh, support from both sides of the fence. I'm support. I'm, I'm appreciative for the people that don't have a fence. They're just saying, I'm all in on you. So I, it, I think the writing is on the wall. We just need to push. We need to push for higher voter turnout and let the voices of the people be heard. Is that like a mic drop? No, <laughs> I, I, I think so. <sighs> My, I'm, I, I'm, I see the passion. I hear the passion. And yes, we do need a change. You know, we really do need a change. And you know, uh, people don't understand that this is not something that just happened this local election cycle. I've put in work for years. Like I've been in different communities uh, around different people groups for years. People just don't know about these types of situations. So when I speak about wanting to remove these barriers, I've seen it done before. Right. Like I've seen the relationships that I formed. I've seen the obstacles that I've overcame. I've seen the biases that we put aside and we move mm -hmm. forward as brothers and sisters in our community. I've seen what the drama and the division can do to our local economy. I've seen businesses uh, leave that were supposed to stay for a little bit longer. I mean, that those are the most important things. Mm -hmm. I've seen myself being a student of the game of politics and understanding, hey, I'm competent on these matters. You're not just choosing an anti-gets individual. You're choosing the best person for the job. Right. And, you know, that, that that's the biggest thing. Like, I am the best person for the job. And I want people to awaken to that. Like, you can compare me to Mike or Alfred Dean. I am the best person comparable to both of those guys for the particular job and every aspect that's needed to be done in this. And I've been trying to like break it down for people that sometimes it's not just about being against something. It's about being for something. Yeah. What do you want? What do you need? What are you looking for? What is your objective? What obstacles are you facing? Who is addressing your needs? Who is evading questions, creating issues, deterring from what, what the main focus is, wanting to live in the past? And who, you know what I mean? Let's let's talk. Of, don't tell me about the can't do. Tell me about the can do. Let's be the Americans, okay? 
Let's go with the can group. <laughs> yeah, you know, and I encourage everybody that you're talking to, all the naysayers about me and that, you know, my ideology or something of that nature. Like, I just encourage you to get out and vote. If it's not me, please get out and vote. Because, you know, that's the hardest thing is getting people out and vote. And I'm afraid that some of the naysayers are not getting out and voting, right? Mm -hmm. that there's a lack of, like, as the voter apathy and people just not going out to vote. So at least go vote. Uh, at least rewatch some of the forms. At least see how I've destroyed both of my opponents. Like, well, just just see how see what I have done uh, to put myself ahead. See what the obstacles and the narratives were last October about me, and see what it is now. Uh, see my ability to be working with both sides of the fence because that is city council. Um, you know, see see my ability to talk about the budget and the taxes and the revenue and the hotel occupancy tax and the sales tax and the infrastructure and the parks, the water, the sewage, the drainage. See that. See, see our lack of potential that we haven't tapped into. That's what I want you to see as a citizen. You should be inspired uh, by someone who's running for this particular office, uh, not just uh, just for an energy buzz, but for the substance of it, like to see that the reason I'm addressing war specific data is because it was so frustrating when I tried to develop my platform is because how would I measure it? How are you going to measure my success or lack of success? We need war specific data. My opponent is not he, he knows that it's not there. He bases it on projects. He knows that he doesn't have the supporting council. He made that announcement on the Floyd Hope Show. If you go back and review, I may even make a soundbite and put that out. He lacks the support within council. Yes. That's important for citizens to understand. Right. What, well, we should... need someone who can get the four votes in council. He'll bring up the point. 93% of the time, we all vote together. Like he'll say today. What you need to be focused on is the dog park that he wanted to pass. It did not work. Those are the bigger projects that we're addressing. We're not talking about the get along to go along 93% because that's a cover up. Like we're, in, we're not intelligent. We're not competent of the projects that has been brought to the light that have been unsuccessful. Oh, correct. You are absolutely correct. And boy, you got your guns out. Ooh. Baby, let me tell you, guns are blazing. I'm here for it. I want you to talk to us. A little bit more about uh, voter turnout and getting the young people involved. And, and how do you plan on what are your thoughts and your theories about the time of the meetings and how we address the, uh, you know, getting the information out and ways that you think that we can improve overall engagement with the uh, 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 city uh, people, the people, the uh, constituents? How do you give us some give us some uh, hope for the future about meetings yeah. and information and being a part of what's happening well i i think platforms like this are going to be more relevant and connection uh oriented versus the traditional platforms that we've used in the past post-covid uh post-pandemic type communication system is probably going to be a little bit different and we all trying to figure that out i think podcasts and digital uh platforms are going to play a huge role uh voter turnout uh i, I think every community needs to show out and vote especially the african-american community it's not, you know, we need to address that elephant in the room. 40-something percent or even higher of Beaumont uh, is African-American. And they need to turn out to vote because it's a part of their constitutional right. 
And that needs to be addressed. That needs to be the accountability with our neighbors, our friends that come out and vote. If you have a concern, at least match it with your vote. Uh, so I've been asking people in the parking lot, what motivated you to vote? Uh, what got you out to vote? What were some big things? And so that's me. I've been developing this, this questionnaire to see where, as a, as a candidate, where can I allocate most of my energy to reach the people? And so I think that's going to be important. But, uh, you know, eight to five is tough right now. Monday through Friday, it's been and it'll be Saturday, uh, eight to five. Like people go to work at eight and they probably get off at five if you have that traditional schedule. And then some people for shift work may not be able to make that. So we have I've had seen numerous people drive up to Rogers Park after 5 p.m. and try to vote. And, you know, they, they they didn't know that it was closed. So, I you know, obviously the times will change uh, next Monday and Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, but that's a little bit problematic moving forward, I think. If we want a higher voter turnout, we do that's need to make it more accessible for people who have to work or have a certain schedule, at least make it 8 to 7 p.m., you know, or 7 a.m. You know, it just... We need to uh, we, we need to fix that. I think uh, it's important for people to turn out to vote. That's true. But, and let me say this. I'm working the polls as well, and I've seen yeah. several people show up at 5 o'clock or yeah. at 5 10 while I'm in the parking lot, and they didn't know that it's only certain days till it is that it's till 7 o'clock, and that is problematic. That is very true. I'm watching it. I'm working the polls, and you know, that those hours, I believe, are set by the county clerk, but I'm not absolutely certain, but we need to work on that, and uh, you know, if you kind of clerk uh, elections coming up in 2022. So we, we're going to work on some of that as well. Yeah, that, that's an important thing. We, we really need people to turn out and vote. And, you know, some of it is candidates spend a lot of money. If you look at these financial points, man, these candidates are spending thousands of dollars. It, isn't it coming on the candidates to get the people to turn out and vote? Because that money was supposed to be used to bring about an awareness of this person's campaign to influence them to get to the polls and hopefully support that candidate. But if the voter turnout is low over, over and over, should we review how we're allocating those resources as candidates to see are we really reaching the people? Is it on us or is it on them? You know, it's just an interesting uh, question I was having with different people, Republican and Democrat today. Like, hey, what do you think about this uh, issue regarding so I think it's important on both sides that you know people are having these conversations and they want everybody wants high voter turnout I think uh, especially me I think so I can you know win win big that's the goal I hope I answered that question you did you did I was waiting on someone else to ask you another ask you another question but uh, you are what you I, I saw you at a, a uh, um, at a forum the other night, the other day, and and uh, you had your opponents, both of them, so rattled that they was endorsing you at the. At okay. the I mean, it's not a secret about that. Yeah. Both both of my opponents, you know, I think deep down inside, they really should just bow out of the race and just give it to me. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> be easy. Be easy. Come on, Miles. You know, support coming up. You know, it'd be easy. Just listen. Bye. Give it to me. That'd be great. Yeah. Obviously, we don't live in that magical world. That's just my mindset. Uh, but well, I start. Huh? I'm listening. No, no. Go ahead. Finish your thoughts. Yeah, I've seen Getz at the polls. We've talked. I've seen Alfred Dean at the polls. Uh, not as much. Um, but actually, I've been at the polls probably more than both of those. I think. 
um, gets at the meetings today. So that probably uh, was the reasoning. But he's been at the polls. I've been at the polls. And, you know, it's just interesting the conversations I'm having. And I'm sure on his end, uh, it, you know, it's respectful. Uh, but we want what's best for the community. And I think they both know it's me. You know, mm-hmm. and it's very clear that the, the best choice for Beaumont, for Ward 2, and Beaumont, <laughs> my, my opponents have stated is it, Miles Haynes uh, for city council. It's a new I heard it myself. Oh, yeah. I, I wish that they would, re, you know, remake this video to make it really clear to their their, their base. Listen, yeah. vote for Miles. Yeah, you know, let me take this funny conversation. I met um, – uh, Mike Getz, campaign treasurer, George Brown. I didn't mm-hmm. know I knew him. Uh, we had seen each other at the polls. And, uh, man, we had a, we, we've had known each other from the gym over the years. And I didn't know that was uh, Mike Getz, uh, campaign treasurer. But we got a chance to talk, and it was a great conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he thinks of me very highly, and I think most people have, just like my opponent. And I, talk, and I ran into Alfred Dean's uh, campaign treasurer. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Thinks of me very highly. And listen, mm-hmm. I told both of them. Nobody knows what goes on in that poll. Mm-hmm. So if you decide to vote for me, I wouldn't know him, neither would my opponent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a great, man, we got, it, it's great chemistry out there. Um, and, it, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's not, we're not throwing mud. So yeah. but we know who the best candidate is. And you are the best candidate for Yeah, I mean, seriously. I'm, I, That's for the people of, I, of I, I think that is the truth. I I I do believe that too. So I really do. Yeah. I really do. I really do. And I don't. You know, we at Knowledge of Power Podcast Live. We don't endorse anyone. This program mm-hmm. don't endorse anyone. But uh, and and we chose not to be to, to be neutral about a lot of things. But you are our one of our favorites. You know, we, we yeah, wish you all. <laughs> you know, we wish you all the best, and I hope the voters and the, those listening to, to, to see the change. I mean, you know, if they, if they want to see a change, here's an opportunity for a huge change. You know yeah. what I'm doing, man? I'm going up to people who support my opponents, and I'm asking them, "What is it about my opponents that you like and support?" And they give me that answer, and I respect it. And I say, "What is it?" A, so. Is that the qualities or characteristics on which you picking a picking a person for city council? And I say yes. And I say, well, what about the other positions? Don't tell me who you're voting for, but do you use the same principle throughout to pick other candidates? And I've seen a gap. I've seen I I've seen them select for one reason and select for another reason. And it's your constitutional right to select and vote. Mm-hmm. It's your mm-hmm. right. You have a choice, and I I encourage you to practice it. But I'm just uh, you know it's it. It's eye-opening to me when people appear a certain way to be as whatever you want to categorize it, and they're they're a little bit different. When you have when I break down that conversation, tell me why you selected that individual. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk you away from it, but I want to know: Were you objective? Did you do your research? Was it, you know, what went into this decision-making process? And I'm learning that a lot of people don't know why they're voting for certain people. Yeah. Some of it is a fan base. I'm seeing some stuff at the polls. It's, I, I'm confused, honestly. I'm like, are we voting on substance or are we not? Are we yeah. voting on character or are we not? Right. Are we voting on skill set or are we not? Are we voting on the right experience or are we not? And so I, it's just interesting. The reason people vote for certain people is such a range of v- variable ways why they vote. 
So that's a little bit interesting. Well, as you get closer and closer to May 1st, uh, but there's a solid group of people inside of War 2 who have previously voted for my opponent and they've reached out to me and they're interested in me. And they're learning about me and listening to me and they're impressed and mm-hmm. they have crossed over. There are swing votes happening. I'm telling you. They're happening, right? They're happening. I wonder if I wonder if your opponent is watching or listening to us tonight. Mm-hmm. And you sure he is, possibly as he is. And uh, what would you tell your opponent? Uh, what would now? Nah, I'm not gonna go with that because I don't want. To, <laughs> I don't want to shoot all. I don't want you to shoot all your bullets. <laughs> I want to know. What is it that makes you so much better than your two opponents? Well, okay, let's go down the list. So let's start with uh, my opponent, the incumbent, uh, Uh Mike Getz. I think uh, for me, uh, I've communicated to people who have supported him in a very respectful way. I have nothing but respectful conversations that there just seems to be a lack of ability to work within a team. Right. And if you decide to be on city council, you have to be very good with interpersonal skills and working within the team. That's that's the nature of running. That's why you would be within a team setting. You represent a war, but you have to do it within a team setting. Uh, this is not a get along to go along. I, I don't get that part. Uh, I just don't see the um, I don't see that converting ideas through council. I don't see innovation. I don't see uh, the 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 ideas moving forward. I see us concentrating on things from the past, mm-hmm. like we're, we're glorifying the past. Right. And we're not talking about the new future. Right. We're not talking about the War Two area growth and development. We're talking about the basic component of infrastructure. Right. Infrastructure will be worked on whether I win, Alfred Dean win, or Mike Getz win. Mm-hmm. Infrastructure will be worked on. So so that's not a new idea. My opponent talked about 41 motions that he led. Motions are not an a, a individual's idea. It was a conversation going on. And he said, you know what? I motion to move forward on this. Motion is not an indication of your original idea. And so I don't see the ideas to move our city forward. I don't see the survey that we probably should have taken for our businesses to see what kind of businesses did well or worse during the pandemic? What industry survived in this area according to the sales tax, good or bad? So we can report that to our citizens so we know what are we more sustainable to have in our communities. In War Two, what does that look like? In War Three, what does that look like? In War Four and One, what does that look like? Uh, we need that war specific data. So there's a true gap in leadership, vision, and the past. And we've got to move from the past. We've got to move from this idea that this person fought for this idea or this situation. We have moved past that time. We are moving into a new era. We have to have the data to move us forward and be proactive. To my other opponent, Alfred Dean, he he quotes me all the time after my answers in most forums. Uh, I think he's a great hearted guy, but... I, the understanding when it comes to the nuts and bolts of city council, our sales tax, our hotel occupancy tax, our property tax, and like moving our revenue from 32% to 
to a higher place mm -hmm. so we don't have to increase the taxes as much over time. Like I'm speaking from a much lower, a macro vision. Mm -hmm. I don't think either of my opponents have even mentioned these things in mm -hmm. form. So there's a true gap of what kind of wealth of knowledge and, and collaboration with humility that we can bring to the table. Like th there is a true difference. I want citizens to understand that I'm your, I'm the best choice for you. You can be making history by voting for me. The mm -hmm. future is bright. The vision is bright. Uh, our, we can work together again. There's too much drama and division. Every candidate that is running for city council right now has addressed the idea that there's drama and division within the current council. Right. You're absolutely correct. And that's every week. Every, I mean, like, everybody's addressed it. Who's doing something about it? Mm -hmm. I'm doing something about it by running, and I need your support. So I think there is a true difference. And I'm, like, it's so many more ideas that 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 are that are more visionary ideas. And it's not just about ideas, right? It's about collaboration, because my idea without collaboration is nothing. Like, it's the ability to work together to get this idea to move forward. And my opponent struggles in that area. And there's a growing part of the Republican community inside of War II that understands that. We un you, you understand that uh, when it's tough for someone to get the job done. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, people are open. And I'm, I'm glad that they're open for me. Francis or LaDonna, you, you want to ask? Uh, oh, yeah, I have, yeah, I have a more lighthearted question. Um, what have you enjoyed about your campaign so far? What is one of the things that maybe you that you learned and that was that you you really enjoy about it? You know, I think the biggest thing for me is I love challenges, and I think seeing uh, my opponent's supporters swing. <laughs> no, okay. I mean, see, I walk up to a house that has a huge four by four and yard signs. And then when I finish the conversation, they're shocked. They're like, wow, I'm impressed. <laughs> and I walk away like, I didn't expect that to happen. And neither did they expect that to happen. Yeah. Woo, this is interesting. Like maybe the dynamics are a little bit different. So when I have those experiences, it really is, it, it's, it warms my heart because like everybody's open to something. Even if they don't vote for me, at least they gave me the time of day. We put the barriers to the side. We put the fan section to the side. And we looked at some substance and said, hey, listen, you impressed me. Some of them have came my way and some of them will never vote for me. Mm -hmm. And I understand it and I respect that. But that's mm -hmm. been a fun process. Uh, so I, <laughs> you know, I love it. I love the forums, too. Like I've studied up these forums and I just I'm looking at my, in my in my head. I have the numbers and I'm like, oh. Please let this person say this so I can fact check them. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's fun for me. I mean, I didn't think I would enjoy it as much. Uh, uh -huh. but I think that's real fun. Well, that's awesome. Tell us man. what your top priority is. Just give us a little play by play. What do you plan on doing on day one or in the first? What is your top thing that you want to address? Let us know. The the top thing I want to address is getting better data. We don't have war specific data for every category like transportation, like businesses. We do have a street re rehabilitation program 
that is broken down in wards and it's inside the city budget. It's probably like four pages and that breaks down like how much they're spending in certain areas. But I want to be that individual that branded the idea that we actually have the data to move our cities correctly because ward three and four, I've heard consistently on forums and different things that it feels neglected, but nobody's been able to come back and say, listen, let's measure that neglected. That, that 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 gap what is the measurement so we can start solving that problem correctly right like what is the gap nobody has the numbers everybody say well we're stagnant at Bowman and we've been at about 118 or that number changed it's 120 some it's it, it changed what's the actual numbers because when you have the numbers you have a better measurement of success and you have accountability like we need it. We need to restore accountability to the city council because a lot of people give false promises and we can't measure them. Uh -huh. Like I've heard some numbers from uh, my opponents about the AT&T building and the numbers that we collect. And I'm like, I looked that number up and it was false. Uh -huh. So like having the correct data will bring that that the understanding so we can move forward correctly. I know people want fancy ideas, but we got to know how we're going to move forward correctly. Um, that's a huge thing for me. You know, I've heard transportation is, is parks, infrastructure. You can't do any of it without the proper data. So, Miles, what are you going to do in your first 90 days in office? Well, I'm going to explore the idea of, like, how we get more data into our city budgeting process. Mm -hmm. uh, and I don't know if that's if they need to hire somebody that's specifically focused on data because data is going to be able to help out uh, War 3 and 4 as well as War 1 and 2. Uh, when we want to move the city forward, we want to move projects and uh, things our way. I want to increase uh, the revenue of our city. Right now, businesses pay a sales tax and that revenue is only 32%. We need to raise that revenue, not raising a tax on a business, but we need to increase the usage rate of those businesses. We need to encourage people to use these businesses so that sales tax that we gain from the businesses can help our city and we don't have to wait to a catastrophe like Harvey or Milda to get funding from the federal government so we can start developing things. We're so reactive in our development. We're not even exploring the idea that city of Beaumont could generate revenue to fund its own development projects. Absolutely. That's Absolutely. what I want to bring. Like that, those are the basic components that have not been communicated. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Miles Haynes, everybody, candidate for War Two City Council of Beaumont, Texas. I want to give Miles a big applause because Miles, you okay. you you spoke the you spoke the word today, baby. You were the truth. Yeah, and you know, so listen, what's going to happen? Somebody's going to take a sound body of this and write about me. I've been writing them. Somebody read a, wrote about me. I think they used your podcast and said I was a liberal. Yeah, I, I read was, that. I read that. I was like, oh, that's funny. Interesting. I guess I'm mm -hmm. a liberal. I mean, like, yeah. it, it's so many narratives out there, and the people try to target and write about these things in a negative way. It's not liberal nor Democrat. It's called city councilmen. It's called statesmen to try to represent issues that face our community. Like, when do we return back to that and stop labeling it this or labeling it that? It's called doing the right thing. That's right. That's absolutely right. Miles Haynes, everybody. We're gonna we're gonna get the, everybody to the polls. We need yeah, to get to take to get, to pick polls. up seven. We need to bring seven people with us to the polls and vote. Yes. We need to vote. And those in war two, Miles Haynes. Yes. He's gonna make a difference. We need to change. He's to change. Ladies, is there anything you'd like to add before we knock it out? 
I'm just super excited about everything that's happening. And I know that change is in order. I know that if you aren't participating, then I don't want to hear your complaining. Cut the belly aching. If you're not going to show up and show out at the polls, this is your opportunity oh, to let your voice be heard. One more comment? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should, but I'm going to do it anyways. You know, city council races are ran by individuals, not groups, not teams, you know. And what I'm starting to see at the polls is people aligning like it's a team, right? Mm -hmm. It's this team and vote this team. And it's like, no, I'm running as an individual. I'm not running on the ticket. And so it's, it is a little disappointing to see this idea that it's this team out there against yeah, another team. And I'm looking like, uh, and what I do when I see people do that, I say, hey, do you make converse, do you make decisions objectively? Did you do your research about the entire team? Oh, you only made it about one individual or two individuals from the team, not the whole team? Oh, man, I'm disappointed in your selection process. Like, have the same energy across the board if you're going to do that kind of stuff. But I'm seeing that at the polls. It's going to ramp up as we get closer to May 1st. People are going to push these agendas, um, the, these groups that they think are one way or another. Pick the best candidate at each position. Do your research. Don't pick a team. Don't pick a team. I just would encourage people on that. Please. One thing that I have saw, Albert, at Theodore John's, uh, Brandon and Durio and uh, uh, Reese, they are like all together on their little, whatever they're doing, they're like, you know, if you don't get me, then you'll get him and I'll be holding him accountable. So they've been joking a lot, but it's Team Beaumont. It's Team Beaumont. That's good. Man, that, that's good to you. Beaumont. If you don't get me, then you'll get him. But please believe I'm going to be on his ass to make sure that whatever you still want, you get. So it's Team Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, and so anyway, I'm pushing to get out the vote effort. I'm working on making sure that we get people to the polls, that your voices get heard, that what you think that you want and you need and you want to see in this city, that we're working towards that. Like Miles said, it doesn't matter who you vote for as long as you vote. And so no, that's what for me for war too <laughs> <laughs> no. you want to straighten that out huh that's right that's right but but we want folks to to share this this podcast uh with five people each yeah. one of you share five people let's get the word out uh that we are going for a change we're moving towards a change here in Beaumont and we're voting for Miles Haynes war two war two Beaumont Texas City Council Miles thank you again my friend thank you Thank you so much, and uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk again before the week is up. And uh, Francis and LaDonna, thank you again for your showing up, your promptness. Well, we like it. We, we, just, we just have to have something to pick on about something at all times. I got to stay on them, Miles. They yeah. stay on me too, you know. But Miles, Miles Haynes, everybody, War Two, Beaumont City Councilman. Uh, we we love, we enjoy this 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 segment with you, and we'd like to see you again sitting at sitting at the sitting at the crown. <laughs> Thank you so much, man. So Francis, snap Francis now, but Donna, you like to close us out, sweetheart. Show up to the polls, Miles. What's your number? What number are you on the ballot? On the ballot. Uh, number two on the ballot. Number two, two on the ballot. Number two on the ballot. We are super excited. Everybody go out and vote. 
be vocal, vote local. You heard it here, right? On Knowledge and Power Podcast Live. Let's go. Go vote, people. Man, we got to vote. See you next Sunday at 8 o'clock right here on the Knowledge and Power Podcast Live. Thank you, Miles. See you at the polls, brother. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.